something in the water taught me how to fall. But I do think that it's important to like start getting feedback as soon as possible because like if you like a song, you are a good enough critic to know when you've done something good. So like as a songwriter, you got to start so that you can start writing a good one because you're not going to the first one you write, you know. Yeah, that's going to be your progress as a songwriter. You're going to start emulating the best of what you're listening to, you know. My case, that was the Beatles. <laughs> you know, you you ain't gonna write a Beatles song at twenty like they did, because you weren't one of them. <laughs> they were talented. Uh, just uh, okey finokey, karaoke. And uh, but the more you do something, the better you're supposed to get at it. And with time. You do learn the ins and outs, the wrongs and rights, the the things that work or should work. And uh, don't mean after all these years of songwriting that you can't still write a shitty one. <laughs> yeah, know? well, you have to. If you want yeah. to write a good one, you got. they can't all be your best one. Yeah. You got to write some that are not, you know? Mm-hmm. And with that, we'd like to welcome y'all to Something in the Water. It's uh, it's a podcast, mm. and it's brought to you by Jim Dunlop, Nylon <laughs> Guitar Picks. Great guy. He is a great guy. And this is a great guy sitting right here. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin. Along with Sean Clark and Sean, who we got on the guest chairs? We got the Daniel brothers. Yes. Reed hello. and Kyle Daniel. Hello, hello. All right, let me think now. I always Way get across mixed, Georgia. I always get y'all mixed up. Home Reed was. and Kyle, is that left to right or right to left? Or is, um, I'm confused. Depends on which side you're on. <laughs> this is Reed. Kane and Abel. Kyle. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we're very excited to be here. I I can tell. I try to listen to <laughs> so many of my friends talk and I, like get so anxious for them. Like I have a panic attack and I have to like cut it off halfway through. And I'll start it and I'll start it up again. So so we're here. We're ready. All right. Ain't nothing to it. We always uh, uh, love our guests. We try to do right by them. We uh, our process is start at six o'clock. Feed them. Mm-hmm. Drink them if they so desire. Delicious lasagna. Yeah. And uh, I felt like Garfield. And <laughs> we just get uh, relaxed and uh, start the cameras rolling, and y'all see what we see. Oh, we don't even know where we go with these things. It's very <laughs> random, very spontaneous. And so, for it's the first question, is yeah. Uh, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck woodchuck could chuck wood? I think Kyle knows this one. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's three. No. <laughs> what? How did you do that? That was very confident. Are you sure it's not three? <laughs> it is three. I said, no way, man. I couldn't believe he got it right. Yeah. they, they <sighs> Right off the they bat. They put it on a Tootsie Pop commercial. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was three. You're right. <laughs> 
No, that wasn't a woodchuck. That was a yeah, but a, I think that was the uh, that yeah. was the Tootsie Owl. <laughs> that's right. That's right. My question is, who's Cain and who's Abel? Well, who's the uh, better looking one? <laughs> what, which you one talking about in real older? or in the Bible? Which one killed the other one? Ooh, <laughs> well, that I, was, yeah, yeah. I mean more with age. I mean not age, well, but uh, more with personality. Who would kill the other one over oh, yeah. jealousy? Yeah, he would kill me because he's stronger than me. And, Plus, not, yeah. and I have more reason to be jealous. He dominates me in facial hair too, which is like something that I'm never yes. going to be comfortable with as the older brother. But <laughs> I can't do it, and he kills it. So. Just he's, like uh, he's the best beard in this room right now. Yeah. Uh, and had a fantastic mustache before that. Um, really, I've been looking up to him since. Since Whiskers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have y'all. Yeah. The thing I love about it is uh, y'all are some of the best friends of my daughter. You graduated right. with her. Okay. That's and right. Brandon Jones. That's so right. that little click. That just kept on evolving since high school. Yeah. Uh, still remains together these days. We, yeah, we still yeah. get together. We still play all the time, and it's awesome, you know. Like, mm -hmm. that's kind of how we all got into music at the same time. I remember there was, like, this Wiltronic special, two ninety nine like, Squire, Fender Squire package mm -hmm. with, like, this little, little tiny amp, amp. Mm -hmm. and... Brandon and Justin Minchu, Brandon Jones, Justin Minchu, Ben Boyle, uh, Justin Huckabee, and myself. We all got like guitars for Christmas that year. <laughs> and they all got the Wiltronics package, like the Fender Squires. I got an Ibanez. And I was like, different. Different. It was. Um, he almost started Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it was this close. It was this close. Ever so, have one of those days? But yeah, we all like we all did it at the same time, and that's like our bond that we'll have for the rest of our lives. And mm -hmm. we still get together every chance we can. It's awesome. Yeah, it's magic. That's it's, right. Uh, that music magic. And mm -hmm. like we were discussing earlier, we because we were like learning at the same time, we were pushing each other you know like iron sharpens iron like mm -hmm. whoever's the better mm -hmm. player like you don't want to be the, the person in the group that can't play mm -hmm. like that's up so yeah so y'all just mm -hmm. picked each other up all the way that's you know? right yeah you can always learn yeah. from his best that's yeah. the best way to teach to learn guitars to just be around other people who are playing you know you all kind of move along. Sometimes somebody will just start running away, like a Josh Kirkland or something. Yeah. I, I'd hate to think that, like, if we didn't get together, because I so rarely play guitar, like, on my own, like, I would lose it. Like, it's important to, like, keep it up, keep them chops up. You know? Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way Something in the water taught me how to pray When 
put like a good GoPro at cat names like some of my top list now currently. See this needs to be saved. Zoso. That's what will come back in? That'd be a great cat name, right? Yeah. How about Melorg? It sounds so <laughs> spooky. Like Melorg, get out of the stew. <laughs> uh, but Kyle has the best cat name already. What? Uh, the current one. Yeah. Anyang. 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 Pretty good cat name, am I right? Yeah, it's Korean for meow. Anyang. Oh, okay. That's right. Yep. Cool. It's actually <clears throat> Korean for hello. Next cat I have, I'm gonna name him Boring. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> come Wolf. here, poor come kid. here. Yawn. I tried to name a cat John Benet Ramsey Jr., but it, it didn't take. Well, it, was, it was a boy. It wasn't actually my cat. Yeah, It was a boy cat, too. It was a boy's which, name. You know, John she was named after would work for a boy cat. But but John Benet, we know, is guilty. <laughs> uh, yeah. It almost sounds like a takeoff on a new bidet company. <laughs> Man. That's not. That's a Cadillac you guys got. Beautiful stuff. You could only get a bidet like that on Christmas Chef's morning. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess y'all figured out we're back. We're back. Never, and, never uh, look a bidet in the mouth. We. Uh, I was mentioning on the first half about how much we strive to make our guests feel right at home and everything. So, talking about the meal and the drinks and uh, what have you. Uh, but we also have a bidet. Right, uh, within the studio bathroom to uh, the to rest the, of you uh, savages right of should probably there. get one too because mm-hmm. they're unique. I don't they'll, know about unique, they'll neek up on you <laughs> 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 if you've never had the experience of a bidet. Well, well for you folks that don't understand you, French, um, mm. it's a uh. Yes. It's the, in your ass. it's the uh, <laughs> the alternative to toilet paper. Uh, a nice little system that rings your commode and it's got, a, it's got a control you over here. It's got, I still use I was using paper. it all wrong. Slow, medium, and uh, use less toilet paper. Fire hose. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be ticklish. I don't know. <laughs> 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 But you talking about uh, not feeling like a caveman anymore? <laughs> you uh, can eat off of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got one at, at the house. I know there's a lot of kids eating ass these days, so let's go ahead. Justin <laughs> was uh, Justin that part out. <laughs> Justin uh, here, uh, Justin Mercer, our uh, producer you engineer. Uh, he's the one that introduced him to bidets, and we ended up getting one at our house. I drink out of mine. It's, yeah, ain't nothing but clean water. Well, that's just convenient. It is. I just turn that control up yeah, to about nine and go. <laughs> Next. Mm. Yeah, smart. Smart. Uh, Reed came up with a good idea. We should tie in uh, some kind of a bidet company with something in the water. That's right. Have our own models. So, go, yeah, go to bidet.com and type in something water 20 now for $20 off. <laughs> our biggest selling model is Uncle Dave. <laughs> Uncle Dave. 
<laughs> oh man, Uncle Bidet. <laughs> well, let's talk about. Uh, I see. I booked. Now, before well, we do that, I want to show a picture on here. Okay. Yeah. Bring uh, out the baby pictures. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a baby picture. I think it's titled uh, "Young Reed." Almost sounds like uh, Kyle's cat. On <laughs> y'all. Wow! Wow! Tell us about this. This is a vacation Bible school, and I was. This is incredible. Yeah. So obviously, I was like kind of a model and uh, a child celebrity, and so I sang there at vacation Bible school. I'm pretty sure we're doing DC talk, maybe. Um, but yeah, talk it out. Yeah. Uh, eight. Yeah, Nine. it looks right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, one of your parents was taking the picture because you're yeah. looking dead at that camera. No, we, we didn't have any cameras. <laughs> Reed's going to be looking at the camera. Where's the camera? Where's yeah. my camera? The camera finds me. <laughs> yeah. You got a SM58 right there, too. That's right. Yeah. Had a lot of 58s, yeah. but back then, 57s on the instruments. What know? happened to those two other ones there? Oof. What happened to them in life? Well, the SM58, because dad was definitely running sound. Mm -hmm. like, worked it into the church budget. The young so, lady there uh, ended up being uh, a hairdresser. Obviously. And uh, and this guy is managing sports athletes. Now. Yeah, he sells hot dogs at the base game. <laughs> no, that's either Justin or Jason Strickland. I don't know what they do. They were twins. They were right? twins. Yeah. And, Wait a minute. Yeah. But only one of them could sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how that's how you could tell. What you reckon the song was? Uh, I was going to say... Christian rock. He said DC talk. Yeah. Or either. Oh, that's rap. Man. Our God is an awesome God. God. Something like that. Yeah. But Feelings. the girl looks right, familiar. So, yeah. She, that's Ashley Pearson. That's Trey Pearson's sister. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. I didn't Trey. recognize yeah. Trey. Yeah. Trey Pearson. Trey? Yeah. 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 Let me know. You know, <clears throat> the, um, church scene like we were talking about earlier is like real big into the sound scene too because mm -hmm. they're all doing the pas and stuff and like <laughs> yep. just being sound geeks like i remember like as a kid getting like ams a musician's friend and like having opinions about like yeah. what monitors i would yeah. get <laughs> like for the buck i'm totally going with yeah if you want <laughs> quality with a little bit of cheaper on yeah. your wallet, yeah. get them York Vills. Now I'm telling oh, you. Oh, man, those are nice. Yeah, the, Paul put it in they a got lot the of systems cable. in churches around here. Where was that taken in the... Uh, that was um, uh, that was in the uh, the youth room at first, Assembly of God. I like that mural. Is that Micah rowing that boat? Well, it's That's the Jordan say. River. Uh, uh, it was a vacation uh, Bible school That could be theme. the Red Sea. Yeah, yep. It was just about summertime. It could have been the dead sea. It could be Jonah for all we know. Mm. That's right. I mean, pretty well. Mm -hmm. Pretty yeah. well. You don't. Yeah. Let's go look at uh, the uh, Kyle picture there. And uh, 
This is pretty cool. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was a great one. Uh, this is my grandson. Awesome mustaches. And uh, <laughs> you know, Kyle, Kyle came over and brought him a porn stash. <laughs> yeah. And at first he was sitting in one of the pictures he's going, <laughs> I don't want that thing near me. Uh, but I still then think he got he was, in with I it. I still think he was giggling the whole time. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was at Christmas. Uh <laughs> That was a, maybe a year in town. He that, still has 2014 or 15. And uh, I had a pack of emergency mustaches. <laughs> I, I gave, that's what the package said. I remember that. I gave Wyatt emergency <laughs> mustache. Pretty good stash yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, I needed one in case mine broke down. <laughs> Never know when you're going to blow a stash. <laughs> what? All right, uh, kick back to that thing. Uh, let's see what we're looking at here. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, go to the 2010 flyer down there on the far left. So yeah. this is... Okay. Maybe uh, the first time y'all played the festival as uh, um, we were so, Secret uh, Sunrise. Then. Secret Sunrise. That's yeah. right. <clears throat> um, and uh, tell us about that name. Yeah, dude. I, well, I don't know too much about <laughs> the name. It's a secret. But the uh, <laughs> that was me and my buddy Wes, uh, this guy that I met in college. That was like, uh, you know, when you meet somebody and you're instantly like connected, like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I get you. And I understand all your friends and all your friends get me and you're automatically in the group mm -hmm. and everything just clicks. Mm -hmm. And he was this musician on a level that because I came from Waycross where everybody played music. And plus, you know, we were playing in church. I was playing three days a week. And I thought I had pretty good chops and I'd meet this guy and he's like blowing me out of the water, you know? <laughs> but uh Yeah, Wes is a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. When when we came down, when Wes came to Waycross, he had the same reaction that everybody always has, which is like does everybody play guitar? It's like <laughs> everybody really good at singing and playing guitar. And until you get somebody, when, until you see that reaction, you're just used to it because you grow up here. And, uh, but yeah, man, everybody that I knew, everybody that I was interested in was all, there was a huge scene, you know? Mm -hmm. um, before this, Justin Minshew was playing with Chris Ryder and uh, like honky. Mm hmm. And uh, Honky would, like, let me open up for him a little bit. And it was me and Jared King. And it was kind of just drum and guitar. It was, like, really jammy. Uh, but it was cool, and it was cool. That they would, 
let us do that. And we already kind of like followed Honky <clears throat> anyways because Justin was in the band. And so, like, what are you going to do it Friday night? Like, me and Christy and Deanna Hanchi are going to – and, you know, whoever, we're going to go see Honky. And uh, that was a cool band. Y'all were in the video, right? That they I don't think so. At, I don't think so. Uh, uh, you kick. were in it. For show, yeah, I was the. I've seen, I've seen the video. Oh, yeah. dirt kick, the one they're recording. Such a great song. Yeah. Such a great mm -hmm. song too. I thought y'all were in the crowd. Uh, Kyle might have been. No, I know. Just I think oh. I was in college at the time, so mm -hmm. I was up in Atlanta. But like, I was a huge fan. I knew all the words. I was dirt kicking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, that was an excellent band. Then they became Hayshaker, and they were Hayshaker on this. That's right. On this oh, and Laurie's, Jack Cadillac. Yeah. You were Jack Cadillac on this one. I remember Sean's song, Five in the Tank, Jack Cadillac, is like one of my favorite lyrics of all time. Just the song is so beautiful and cool. You know, it has. it's, it's cool. cool it's cool. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. But, like, seriously, like, dirt kicking, five in the tank. Uh, Waycross music scene really was beyond, uh, like, it was legit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's still, oh, even, like, wood grains and stuff coming up after that, like, <laughs> yeah. strong scene. Like, I feel yeah. like Waycross has this reputation that, yeah. uh, we produce quality musicians. But do you think there's going to be another generation coming up? Because I don't. I think they're too involved in it's tough. Well, it's TikTok. Tough. The, what I was about to say is, in that vein, it's unfortunate that the Woodgrains is probably the last. You yeah. know, like the youngest well, band. You never can one. tell. You know, back to what. Reed was talking about right now. There's a guitar a, class and a you know. A little, right now there's a third venue, grader but, out Swamp Road that's woodshedding in the bedroom. Well, well it right? used to be every generation had another scene, right? Because there was always new ones coming up. Yeah, and I love that. And now it's like psh, just dropped off, you know. Because I I love watching people come up and yeah, and <clears throat> I don't doubt that they're young kids around town that I'm are sure there are, but you know, whatever, but, making beats, uh, writing songs in their, yeah. in their room on their computer. And, uh, but we don't, don't have the places like, like Rick Bennett had. And right. The, mm -hmm. Um, we yeah, can, it, uh, it just doesn't get out the way that it yeah, we can to. cut your teeth. And they, go got, they, got, they got to have a platform to, uh, have somewhere to go to want to, Oh, I could do this if I started doing this. Right. In a few months, I could do that. Because you know how it is when you're in a band. Like, you hear what your contemporaries, like your peers mm -hmm. are doing, and you're like, oh, if I could do that, or they do that, like, I'd do something like this. Like, keep pushing each other to um, mm -hmm. improve mm -hmm. and, and grow from, learn from each other, you know. So, my recollection is that you were in this band. At that I'm, festival, I thought you played bass. This was Secret Sunrise? 2010. Was this Secret Sunrise? Yeah. No, I was not in this band. Well, what was the other band was, that y'all had? It was the 
Under Summer Band. Under Summer. The Under Y'all Summer did Band. play out there one time with that. Yeah, that was probably that was 2005 it. or six. That okay. was awesome. That was a dream come true because we opened up. Y'all did that, Blue Eyes? That weekend. I remember y'all doing Blue Eyes. Still Feeling Blue. We did Or Still, still Feeling blue. blue. Yeah, we did that. But me and Jared King, yeah. that drummer, we played together all the time. But we didn't have anybody else. We didn't have a bassist. So I'd written all these bass lines and, uh, like, taught Kyle, and he was able to step in. And, and it was still, you know, as, like, an older brother, um, I was totally grateful, but I probably didn't give him enough credit for, like, stepping in and, like, really killing it. It was awesome. Yeah, probably his ass the whole time. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I remember it being yeah. a lot more intense. No, like, Kyle. You do not screw this up. <laughs> but, uh, well, I no, thought I, you did I a mean, fine I job. I wouldn't want it any other way, and I was says, happy to do C it. Sharp. I was just like, really? You want you want me to play with you? Hell yeah, dude. I thought it went over real good. There's a recording of that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure is. But uh, you got it. No, I have, uh, you like yeah, yeah. There sure is. No, I do. I have it on CD. <laughs> yeah, I have a CD. I have a CD. I think, I think Dad got it and made like two or three copies. Oh, yeah, okay. Us. Oh man, yeah. Our like parents you guys are, are so gonna proud. want this one day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Now in 2011, the very next year, the first. Well, after this festival right here, I was. Uh, I was hit upon by all the young, younger musicians, the Jody Parrots and uh, everybody else gathered up around me as that previous festival, Grand Parsons, ended in 2010. Mm -hmm. And they said, this is too much fun. You got to do it twice a year. <laughs> and uh, I said, it's hard enough just doing one. We'll help you. <laughs> And that's when this one was born. The very next spring was the first Swamp Town get down. Unlike the Grand Parsons guitar pull, this one was very eclectic with multiple genres of music. And uh, y'all wound up on this build too. So I think I, so I'm getting them confused. It was either this year or the one that we were just talking about. And we had, um, no, it wasn't the previous one. It must have been this year. I think we had Brian Russ playing drums and Justin Minshew play bass. Or was this that would have just been, me and Wes by ourselves? It might no, have they had a, you had a drummer in the Grand Parsons thing. Okay, okay. Oh, there's another picture that shows that Grand Parsons lineup on the side stage. I copied that one there. It's 2010 up there. So, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That yeah, was the drums. Okay. That was just, so that was just, okay, yeah. So That's did you even right. have a bass player? We did. We did. I think He's that hiding behind was, the bush. Yeah, he's disguised somewhere incognito. But uh, it was cool. We were really focused on harmonies, which um, is difficult to pull off when you're nervous and your voice is shaking, you know. <laughs> uh, but I... So proud that we went out there and did it, you know. Mm -hmm. Reed and West do those harmonies really, really well. 
Yeah, and uh, uh, there was some long YouTube video <laughs> of the 2011, y'all's 2011 Swamp Town performance. It was too long. I mean, we could. We, no, could... No, no. we should uh, spare okay. the audience. <laughs> uh, but you and. That's Wes, right? All right. Y'all have the. Y'all have some music on Spotify, correct? We currently have uh, some stuff under a band called Natural Heathcliff. Which is just he and I. Uh, this was probably 2016 we started it. So I was already here and he was up in Atlanta and we were just emailing files back and forth, like uh, logic files. And, and these days we were using GarageBand and we would try to record ourselves all the time. And that's also like another thing you got to do, mm-hmm. especially if you want to judge yourself and, mm-hmm. and critique yourself. You gotta like, yeah. Yeah, you gotta listen back to it. And so, uh, yeah, you can geek, geek out on that forever. But uh, can you go to Spotify? <clears throat> yeah, and, let's pull uh, it up. Let's listen to it. You want to hear one? Listen to uh, it is on uh, Apple Music as well. So, yeah, it's, it's on probably the, anywhere. It's probably on Amazon. Uh, look up Natural Heathcliff. Um, I, I would like to say about this music was in a time in my life that like I grew up writing songs and I always like wrote songs kind of like singer songwriter um, diary entry almost like emo very uh, stuff that I felt passionate about and uh, it's a natural Heathcliff and there's a space between each word natural. Yeah. Heath. <laughs> Cliff. Oh, oh that, no, that was a, that was a joke. Sorry. No, okay. It's between Heath I, and Cliff. I didn't uh, need to. Oh, you burning so bad. It's now. like the uh, cat. Uh, I got it. I got you all wrong. L I C L I F F. Yeah. I can't even see those letters. Oh sweet! Okay, it's there. But it was uh, All right, it was so, a different kind of songwriting for you guys, both of y'all. I think. Yeah. Um, so you're saying you, y'all came together and it sounded different than both of y'all sounded individually. For what sure. What do we do? Go to the album for sure. Yeah, go to the put on is the name of this little three song album. But like, it it was one of those things where like I came from this very traditional like verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus. Uh, way of songwriting and when we started doing this we would send each other an idea and it was like okay and then build on top of that and so like all of this all of these songs ended up like not being very traditional songs they just kind of just go mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that was kind of cool when we were done with it like it kind of had a style but if you want to play the first one Tide um I was really struggling writing lyrics and like, I just really wanted to write something to rhyme with Massachusetts. I was trying to like challenge myself. This whole entire song doesn't mean anything other than that. <laughs> I'm interested in the rhyming word. I don't give two. Thank you. 
I should say Brandon Jones did the artwork, dude, which is really cool. Sample a little bit of all three of them. Can I recommend like cutting to the end on this one? It's like a really good outro. Yeah, better ending. Yeah. No, whatever. I want to just. Here we go. Dealer's choice. Let it go, Louie. That's a sample from uh, Point Break, starring Keanu Reeves and <laughs> Patrick Swayze. What does the sample say? She says, you all right? You look like you saw a ghost. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Potts. Uh, what's the, her name? Yeah, the girl. Yeah. She ended up being Tank Girl. Yeah. Well, wasn't that Amy Potts? Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Not from Ghostbusters, a different girl. It was like that. She it, was like... She, wasn't she the younger girl in, in the, the baseball movie about the women? Oh, wasn't was that, that her? The, yeah. of their own? Oh, man. Yeah, the oh. younger sister. Whoa. Kid? Yeah, I Kid. Think you're right. I Kid. think that was Tank Girl. And uh, I mean, they kind of favor a little bit. I need, I, need my, I need my phone because I'm, I'm calling bullshit. Call bullshit all you want. I could just try to tell you her name, her real name, Kit. You're saying I'm saying Tank Girl's not Fox. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying it's Field of Dreams, girl. That's my point, and I'm sticking to it. It's Lori Petty. Sometimes you got to get up pretty early. Me, Lori Petty. <laughs> Wait a minute, where, where's them images go? Now I know why they call her Tank Girl. Old Tank Girl. <laughs> you know, there's an additional... It's better than Stank. There's an additional verse that's supposed to be on this that Megan was going to record. 
because this is actually... Yeah, she said to ask about the wine. Yes. <laughs> so the, the song doesn't even make sense if you listen to the lyrics as is. Because, well, it's a story about, like, um, a clever inspector and the world's greatest art thief. And, like, he's chasing the, her, but they actually love each other in the end. But there's this, this song? Yeah. Okay. There's this whole part right here that's, that's the other, the girl's part that Megan was going to do all the lyrics for and we were recording one night and she spilled a glass of wine all over my laptop completely fried it oh my gosh and we didn't have time to like do anything so we just like okay we'll just release it like nobody's gonna listen to it you know how it is Sean like how hard is it to get anybody to listen to your music like ain't happening well how did y'all already have a backup copy or something no man Oh, you're talking, well, yeah, we, were constantly, we were constantly emailing the file back oh. and forth, yes. and then we would add on to it. So yes. he had the previous copy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for uh, uh, checking out Natural Heathcliff. Um, <laughs> I'm just proud that I, like, have... Are y'all some, still doing stuff together? We still work a little bit, but, um, it, you know kind of going through a midlife crisis and you are or he is no i am and um <clears throat> he's got a couple of kids and he's already there yeah it's <laughs> it's tough but like yeah we still have lots of plans we still got lots of plans yeah we still talk about it all the time. you find that once music gets in your blood you ain't gonna never shake it you know, so it's especially when you find somebody like your fellow, like your Paul and John, kind of like me and Sean. Yeah, when we find <laughs> when you find somebody, <laughs> Cow- it's all cowboy bunkhouse. When it's cowboy bunkhouse, you can't deny it. No, I've always. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I've always uh, coming along, you know, from the first band, <laughs> growing up, getting older and everything. We'd have time there where the band broke up. Well, well, maybe we need to take about a year off, you know. And just as sure as 12 months went by, that phone would ring and somebody would say, you ready to get the band up? <laughs> It'd be a different band entirely, but, you know. You just didn't leave it alone for for long. It's always been that way. Constantly been playing music. What you about know, you, Kyle? Oh, yeah. I'll go for it. I, uh, yeah. Did you? Uh, uh, did, should I get mine too? Closer to? I want to get. But, did you set music down when you picked up the fire hose? Not entirely, but yeah, that's that that's, seems like the perfect place for a solitary songwriter. Yeah, well, that was just never me, you know. Reed was always Reed was a songwriter, and I, I, I just wanted to play with people and hang out and jam. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was into screaming bands, and so yeah, you couldn't practice those <clears throat> just anywhere, just anywhere, <laughs> right? Well. 
I don't know. I, I think it was lucky, like Sean, what you're talking about earlier, like each generation had their own mm-hmm. new scene, their new thing. I was able to uh, have my generation's thing with the heavier music, mm-hmm. hardcore. Yeah, as crappy as I thought it sounded, it was cool. It's cool that <laughs> they had a place. To- and uh, <laughs> Big Brother. But I had Reed that like, got me into different music than I would have been listening to, so I was listening to everything, you know? Yeah, I've listened then, to all And then Dad... You know, was listening to Marshall Southern Tucker Gospel. Band, and yeah. <laughs> Southern Gospel, Steely Dan, whatever. Um, <laughs> I uh, I wasn't able to to keep playing with those guys whenever I started working at the fire department. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. that's when I actually that's pretty much when I started playing guitar because. Playing bass just isn't as fun without a drummer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So I kind of started learning how to play guitar a little bit just because that was easier to do by yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't played with anyone in what? quite a while now. But like, but all of our friends, like everybody was in bands, you know, like Megan. And Brandon were doing music, and like mm-hmm. Jamie uh, and Josh Sharp, and uh, jo- or, uh, Jared Walker. Jared Walker, yeah. And like the shingles. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like you guys and know. Me and, me and Jamie were in high school bands. I, yeah. 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 Together. Even though, even though I wasn't playing anymore, I was always like, anytime mm-hmm. you're playing, just about, I, I was going to be there oh, yeah. around here. And, same with Hayshaker and Honky and the Shingles, Uncle Dave. When Megan first came to me to teach her guitar, I think it was about 16. And uh, I was thinking, yeah, boy, this is going to go over real good. But, you know, I didn't discourage her. I was just thinking, well, we'll see. <laughs> and she, uh, I made her, I taught her the very first lesson. I taught her E minor, G and D, mm-hmm. and C. And That's I a said, lot. I said, time. you can play. Well, she, well, no, no, let me go back. When she was 10, I gave her uh, Tom Petty's greatest hits for Christmas. <laughs> and she was, <laughs> she was a petty head. Yeah, and then still, uh, still loves him. And then she really started getting into my Neil Young, mm-hmm. and then she picked up Dylan, and so y'all being in the same class and everything. She was an important influence. Was she for sure? For <laughs> sure? For sure? Like I remember thinking, um, the Grateful Dead was like a heavy band or something, and made some comment, and Megan was like. Oh, the Grateful Dead is like a country band or a folk band or something. But like, she schooled me. And I was like, whoa, because it was just a little punk poser. We used to call us posers back then. <laughs> We're going to start a new band called Former Posers. Exposers. 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 Well, no, it's not. Raging, like raging oh. exposure. Like uh, raging exposers. <laughs> yeah. I went by Little Nights one night, and that was on the marquee out front. 
what we're going to name our band? How about the Raging Exposures? Thought that took uh, had to go way out on a limb on that one, didn't it? What does it mean? I, we don't care. I remember one of those uh, grand par- or yeah, it was a Grand Parsons at Little Nights, and um, they misspelled it. Yeah, I got kicked out for underage drinking, <laughs> <laughs> so I went outside and put a hat on, and then like came back in. So that was good. <laughs> Made that would have been oh. Two and oh three. Yeah, I was like 17 and a half. Now I was 18 and a half. <laughs> you were young enough to still say a half or something. No, I mean, that's what I was talking That was around the time that like Justin was playing with Chris Ryder and them. And so, like, yeah, we'd go see them every weekend because like we didn't have anything else to do because, you know, we were just punks. And uh, I remember, oh man. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you the best uh, Chris Ryder's band. This must have been Hayshaker. We were somewhere. We were in Valdosta, and T.W. Lott took a whole pitcher of beer, okay? Turned it up in one gulp without taking a swallow. He can do that. Without taking a swallow? Without, oh, my gosh. I already already fucked it up. All right. So he just, like, turns up this whole pitcher of beer, and I looked at I was like, guys, you got to come see this. Come over here. It's like, T.W., do it again. Do it again. And he did it again. T.W. What did he do after that? Did not. Yeah, he he told me later when. He played the rest of the night on his back. Yeah. He was, play, he was playing guitar, and uh, Leo Neal was playing drums. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played bass in that band for a little while. Did after, you? After Justin left. See, I was up in Atlanta for a little bit of that, and I don't remember everything. Yeah, that was some fun days, fun gigs, <laughs> fun songs, fun band. Fun guy. But It was a fun road trip, too. Well, but let's say that, like, the ultimate goal was to like get a good time slide at Grand Parsons tribute. Like if you were anybody that was anybody, like you're going to be playing at night. And, uh, you know, Justin came in with, uh, his band, Ocho La Rocha. They Ocho were great. Rocha, that's right. And me and, uh, Wes came in and we played and we were all just dreaming of the stage and just like all of the Jack, Cadillac glory. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. It was something awesome to a, aspire to, though. Yeah, and uh, you know, because somebody's was, got to go first, dude. No, 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 no. The cream was at the top. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like there were good bands to like strive to be. Yeah. Like if you're a musician, you know, well, so. Like, for instance, I just came from Memphis. Every, like, restaurant has, like, a band playing, and they are the tightest. Nobody ever misses a chord change. And it's so uptight that, like, it seems very, I mean, it's very professional, Mm -hmm. and it's serious business. But I don't envy that, like, growing up in Waycross, the way that we did it, everybody's jamming, everybody's just having a good time. Is a much better way to approach music than... Well, it's very laid back down here because yeah. it's the South. 
course, Memphis is the South, too, and there's nothing well, wrong with being a tight band and good, everything. It's a good time to be out in uh, Memphis. But you can do it without being uptight. That's the it's key. It's a cool, Memphis is a cool city. I tell you, man, Memphis got some grit, and, like, it's legit. But don't fuck with Memphis. Memphis is very important. Fucking Music town, too. Bill Street, the blues. Very greasy. Ferry Lewis. Greasy. It's still a Trailer Park Boys reference. <laughs> Greasy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So where uh, was, did Megan say, my daddy puts on the Grand Parsons. We should learn that. Or you should listen to that. Or you was that just that. something that y'all just kind of fell into? My daddy plays with uh, the For Grand sure, Parsons. for sure, for sure. Because like I was like totally into <laughs> <clears throat> punk rock. And uh, Megan, what do, you, what do you call a punk rock? What was your punk rock band in those days? A Green Day and Blink 182. But uh, MXPX, yeah, and MXPX, and Rancid. But in, in in those days, like, uh, well, you have to remember there was a couple of things going on. First of all, Dave Matthews Band mm-hmm. made acoustic guitar cool for the first time ever. Because, like, when I was a kid, you wouldn't be caught <laughs> dead with an acoustic guitar because it's not cool. And uh, that made it okay. And then there was also, there was this alt-rock thing going on that it became, you know, the early, like, the Ryan Adams and the, the Wilcos mm-hmm. of the world. But uh, the singer-songwriter uh Style really, especially as a teenager, I don't know, it was very emotional. Like that really struck chord with me. Mm-hmm. It's the way that you always get into music through like emotion. You know, like you like identify with something, you're like plugged in, like, oh, I've never felt like this. And uh, Megan and Justin did this guitar pull behind your house or like in your backyard, I believe. I was like, what's a guitar pull? Guitar pool, like we're going swimming. <laughs> uh, when they got into it, I had to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't even know who Grand Parsons was. They didn't. They don't teach you that in school. Yeah, mm-hmm. hot dogs are not made of dogs, no matter what they teach you. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, the younger generation that kind of fell into it. You know. Uh, it was cool. After the festival kind of cranked up and got going, you know. That's right. And it was just kind of like you you went to the festival for the music and the camaraderie and everything, and then people started to be, become informed, you know, about who, why are we doing the festival and who the guy is and what his music sounded like. Yeah, it was definitely what it was like for me because – like I was talking about uh, Steven Johnson and those guys played at one of the mm-hmm. guitar pools. And, you know, we're kids, you know, <laughs> 12 or 13 years old, maybe. We didn't know shit about Graham Parsons. And, but after that, you're like, okay, so who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, then yeah. you see all the other artists just that were inspired by him, like the Jay Farrar. Young and, guys to how did because i was 22 when dave introduced me to graham Graham did graham did yeah uh his my nephew graham graham Graham. and then i met dave and then they were just all you know 
check out these CDs, listen to this. And I didn't initially take to it. And I was 22. So I was like, this is too country for me, whatever. Mm. And But I, I like this song. This is edgy. I like this song. And then one night I ended up getting it. Like it just clicked. So, but like mm. how did it work for you guys being younger? Dude, because I don't know if you remember, people back in the day used to ask you like, what kind of music do you listen to? People say anything but country. Mm-hmm. That was my generation. That's how. That, well, that's a, a, me yeah. too. Like, Even though you all grew up on nineties country, and you I guess it was it. according to who you were hanging out with. But mm-hmm. I was hanging out with the screw this place, let's rock. I, yeah. I didn't have um, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah. It was. I kind of had that same <laughs> attitude, like you're yeah. talking about. Like, ah, oh, it's too country for me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care about it. It wasn't until, um, well, I was probably like 16 or 17 maybe in high school whenever I uh, like put some some lyrics or started caring about songwriting well it was was Ryan Adams right oh shit it was Ryan Adams like that's good it was like that style was like for the first time I was like oh I do like country yeah Uh, and then just gobbling up as much as I could get and uh, just trying to go through the I'm gonna talk too much. <laughs> you just said gobbling up as much as you could get. I love just sucking, what was just sucking up what as was much band, as I could. Uh, taking over for days. Sucking up uh, as much as I could deep throat. Yeah. Uh, well, you said that, and Kyle went, "Oh, here he goes." Like, uh, yeah, that, you know, I went through the same thing. Or country music for my generation was the big divide. You know, you had hipsters and you had. You had the liberals and you had the establishment, you know. Mm -hmm. Redneck country music was Merle Haggard, Buck Owens, and all that stuff was on this side. And we had all psychedelic, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, all of that stuff going. And then all of a sudden, with the the music uh, changed in the early 70s, and uh, that was what Graham was pioneering was but the change that happened was called Graham kicked the door open in yeah. the late 60s. That's right. You Caught know. them together. Mm-hmm. He brought the country and the rock together, and then all of a sudden it was that sensitive singer-songwriter period, also in the early 70s. Uh, but, yeah, seeing your peers do it too. Like if Graham can do it, like mm-hmm. – that was a that was a Waycross guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Waycross boy, and just then, like Burt Round. And then connecting the dots of <laughs> oh, the the Rolling Stones had country songs because they met this guy that was from yeah. my mm-hmm. hometown. And here's this guy putting his stamp on well, all of this. Okay, and, okay. Here's an interesting take. I'll say when I was a kid, it was all about guitar. Like I was talking about Airborne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about <laughs> me too, man. When I started playing, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go as yeah, fast Charlie as I could Chastain. Go. I could never do uh, it. Laney Strickland, mm-hmm. all these great guitar players, and then at some point in my life, like I, I really <clears> came <throat> to appreciate uh, voices mm-hmm. and like harmonies and stuff like that. And maybe because I could sing a little bit, and so that's what I wanted. Yeah, as proven by, <laughs> as proven by the uh, pictures and the uh, uh, music. Yeah. Amazon. And the music. And the music. 
Well, should we sing one real quick? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Y'all take a break. Let's okay, we'll, that's, we could probably wrap yeah. it up after that, right? Yeah, folks, we, yeah. Uh, we're going to take another break. We it took too many breaks. In the it is How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? Three. Woodchuck could take breaks. Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins going to find its way. Something in a Taught me how to pray When the cold black water Finds its way Into your veins You'll never Be the same I wrote this song a long time ago And I think it's trash Uh, This is a John Prine song Do the first one and the You do the, the first third. and the third. Okay. I think that works best. I got you. Back before I was a movie star, straight off of the farm, I had a picture of another man's wife tattooed on my arm and a pack of camel cigarettes. On the sleeve of my t-shirt Heading out to Hollywood Just to have my feelings hurt This town will make you crazy Just give it a little time You'll be running around in circles Down on Hollywood and Vine You'll be waiting on a phone call At the wrong end of a broom Turn around, idiot This town will make you crazy Just as crazy as a loon So I headed down to Nashville To become a country star And every night you'd find me hanging around Every honky-tonkin' bar Pretty soon I met a woman And pretty soon she'd done me wrong And pretty soon my life got sadder Than any country song This town will make you crazy Just give it a little time be walking round in circles looking for that country rhyme you'll be waiting on a phone call at the wrong end of a broom turn around did it this town will make you crazy just as crazy as a loon so I gathered all my savvy I bought myself a business suit headed up to New York City where a man can make some loot I got hired Monday morning downsized that afternoon overcome with grief that evening and now I'm crazy as a loon and 
And I'm up here in the north woods Staring at a lake Wondering just exactly how much They think a man can take I eat fish to pass the Just as crazy as a loon Yeah, this world has made me crazy Just as crazy as a loon <laughs> Yeah Can we uh, take two? No, we gotta go <laughs> No, that's yeah, good That was John Prine, folks One, uh, one of uh, America's treasures Thanks, Carl Yeah Man, you guys! Thanks, guys. I would like to see more of that. Like, I would like to see you guys do some shows. That'd be fun. As Daniel and the Lions. I think brothers can do some harmonies (laughs) that people. We're we're gonna make it seventy times hotter. Y'all got the sibling harmonies. You've seen the Wood Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, When you see us do it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No uh, wood that I could. Maybe there's Daniel Bros. 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 A chance with us uh, back in the same town again. Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, folks, we're going to get on out of here with a tale of the week, finalizing this uh, tonight's episode. And uh, as uh, most people know, that uh, it's my 70th birthday. Today? Huh? Today? Oh, yeah. No, it's not today. You don't look a day over 69. <laughs> it's not today. Well, it's, well, uh, you know. Uh, oh, here we go with this. Uh, it's the magic of multi. Uh, You're in. How it's a magic of this? parallel universes, folks. How long have we been doing this? Yeah, I always get Sean every time. It's Christmas, everybody. <laughs> it was his birthday last week. And I thought your birthday was like, on a Thursday. I, it seems like everybody's having a birthday this year. Uh, it seems like everybody's having a birthday today. You know, speaking of birthdays, the older you get, no? Yeah, the older you get, the better you get. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah, nice. speaking of birthdays, oh, okay. the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. Uh, I had the birthday routine down. <laughs> Wait just a second. I thought something or was dark. Other... <laughs> <laughs> I thought something was kind of hazy. <laughs> Perishable items. I had that birthday Grace dance time routine down pretty good by the time I was five and living in Tripoli, Libya. The cake was everything. Whatever... It was you were into, like Hopalong Cassidy and his horse Topper. When I was, uh, that would have been four years old. That was before Tripoli, right there. Check them shoes out, man. Topper, I hardly know her. <laughs> Hopalong Cassidy and Topper sitting on top of my birthday cake, and I was so I was squealing with excitement there. <laughs> Whatever you was into, whether it was Hopalong, Cassidy, Disney, mice, ducks, dogs, and cows, I still can't get over the fact that Goofy the dog and Clarabelle the cow had a romantic relationship. Spell that out to me, Mama. Ravel hot rod surfer cars, yeah, models. Sniff the glue. The cake. That was when glue was glue. That was back when glue was sniffable. I still can't get over uh, the cake bore the heroes and icons of our youthful dreams. I became pretty good 
present sleuth in my days leading up to September the 1st. High top closet shelves, I could spot them multicolored majestic mysteries in honor of me. I never opened them. I just stared in awe at the beautiful, perfectly wrapped wonders and counted the days. My mama was a birthday party specialist. There she is on the left right there. That was on the rooftop in Tripoli, Libya. (laughs) Boy, I'm coming over this chair. Dave, is that you (laughs) with the back? That's me me reaching for uh, the uh, freshly... On the opposite side, okay. reaching for that freshly blown out candle to lick the icing. Old candle liquor from way back. (laughs) (laughs) My mama was a birthday party specialist, building icing-covered monuments out of milk, eggs, and sugar, redecorating our Tripoli apartment rooftop with balloons, streamers, and tailless donkeys and feeding the hordes of cousins, playmates, and neighbors with endless hot dogs, chips, and great Kool-Aid. Birthdays were special. I lost all your baby teeth in one Birthdays week. were special, yeah. Is that Connor? <laughs> Especially as a kid. But as time moves on, they lose their luster and innocence. All that's left are marks of achievement, becoming a teenager, becoming a licensed driver. Coming a drinking age adult voter. Then the round numbers start rolling by faster and faster. Boom! You're 30 with children of your own. Boom! You're 40. The metabolism slows and you gain three inches in the waist. <laughs> Boom! The big five zero, and you're looking back instead. Boom! You hear yourself say, I'm 60. And you can't believe what you're hearing as it comes out of your mouth and goes back in this ear. But like the old cliche goes, it's better than the alternative. Toy soldiers, racetracks, cowboy outfits are replaced by cologne, tequila, and never-ending supply of socks and underwear. (laughs) Gone are the toothless grins, the sparkling eyes, and the beardless chins. Here are the wrinkles, the missing teeth, and the renegade nose hairs. How did it get to this? Birthdays, pure and simple. (laughs) I've been blessed with many, and I hope to have many more. The one that stands out most to me, though, was number 50. It was the only surprise birthday party that surprised me, thanks to my beautiful daughter, Megan. I pride myself in my wizened sense of cynicism. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to pull a fast one over on Uncle Dave. <laughs> well, you slowed up, Dave. So I thought. On Saturday, <laughs> August 30th, 2003, I went into work at Crosstown Music with owner Paul Lee and a young co-worker named Joe. Late in the afternoon, right in front of me, Paul dispatched Joe with a, a rental PA system to a church barbecue. That PA went to my backyard instead. Six o'clock closing time rolled around, and I stayed by myself to get the day's cash deposit in order. The phone rang. It was Megan. Dad, when are you coming home? We have dinner reservations at 6.30. Get it in gear. (laughs) 
That should have been the dead giveaway right there. Since when does Waycross restaurant require <laughs> reservations? <laughs> I should have known. Good luck. I missed that, and I moved blindly forward. Coming up the hill toward my home, I saw the cars scattering the yard, lining the ditches, and stretching around the house. I knew I'd done been had. Once inside, the house was empty. So I put on my surprised party face and slid the patio door open. And that was it, that moment right there. I was out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that moment on, time slowed down to a crawl. All my family and friends were there bearing gifts, a stunning blue tequila bottle with a neck like Dr. Swice would have drawn. A bottle of tequila rose, my favorite, tequila Casadora Riposado, the one with an antler deer on the label. Mm -hmm. Surrounded by black balloons, I blew out the cake candles. There's a drummer from the Pine Box Dwellers. (laughs) 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 I look like Dizzy Gillespie in that picture. (laughs) Look at them cheeks. (laughs) Uncle Dizzy. Uncle Dizzy. Drinking a red breast. Then I did three birthday shots, one from each oh, no. tequila gift bottle. Uh, my nephew Graham, turning up a beer right there, yeah, abducted me in my own van and chauffeured me out Central Avenue, all the while smelling something burning that was not birthday candles. <laughs> We returned what seemed like hours later. I looked at my watch, which read only 7.13. The best present that night was the present, which seemed to be standing still. Time weren't even standing still. It was going backwards. The music went on all through the evening. The best of the best musicians and songwriters Waycross had to offer jammed across the patio stage. The drinks flowed, the people smiled, and it was a birthday to remember. I certainly had a good time. Everybody told me I did. As the night wore down, my wife put me to bed. Sometime later, Sean's wife, Bess, passed through the bedroom on her way to... (laughs) (laughs) Which one was it? It wasn't Bess. We won't mention her name. I said... Sometime right. later, Jamie one of our guests, one of our, <laughs> one of young our Jamie, female, young Jamie, takes that post. <laughs> Sometime later, one of our female guests passed through the bedroom on her way to the master bathroom and found me hanging off the bed, face down, naked, throwing up in a shoe. And that was the beginning of the yeah. Day. My, my, my first era. wife, Bonnie, walked in there, wow. and Dave is. Bare naked, <laughs> hanging over the other side of the bed, his head is <laughs> puking in a boot. And that's they why they call it country boot. songs like that. Huh? That's why they call it booting. Yeah, that's why they call it booting. <laughs> Uncle booting. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend Jamie has a story about booting. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Boot, but, uh, Booting. You're taking a boofing where you put it in the butt. No, it's, it's the opposite. It's out the other side. You put it in the boot. Oh, okay. I thought. Were you peeing a boot? The Smiths. Uh, it's when you barf in a boot. Barf in a boot. 
That's yeah. what he was doing, booting. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I think that's why they call it booting. Yeah. Well, Judge Ben Smith and all them Smith family, they had a word for uh, number two that was uh, <laughs> that you could say in public. and Talk nobody making knows, a stinky. They call it booger. Booger? <laughs> I got a booger. I you can't I mean, say we're that. just making up words now. No, they, they in fact made up that word, and it was a family uh, favorite. <laughs> well, folks, That's... we've enjoyed it tonight, and we yeah. hope y'all have too. Our fact checkers are on this episode <laughs> as we y'all speak. fact check us and send us an email, something waterpodcast at gmail dot com. Be sure and subscribe to our YouTube videos. Like us, because when you like us, that makes. Let's more people good. can that makes see us feel us. better. Makes that means more good. people can yeah. see our little old video, and we might get get it further out there. I'll so show you how to do it, Mom. Please, if you don't watch but five seconds of it, go ahead and hit that like button, and that'll help us out. We appreciate y'all helping us. Tell them about Patreon, Bobby Sean. If you like this free episode, maybe you'd need a little bit more in your life and you want to go over to Patreon where we do a deep end once a month. We have an extra episode over there and we get a little further out there. If you think this is far out, hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, we'll be Dave back takes for part his shirt two. off. Far out. Yeah. So it it's is. only Here's $5 the, uh, a month. There's our it. Patreon website. Roll up to the uh, top there. That's what it looks like. Yeah, so just go on the Patreon and search something in the water. Can but we call it the questions deep end, about but you Bigfoot. still just search Yeah, we, something. we, we just encourage questions. Submit questions. Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. I got some Bigfoot questions I want to run by you later. We, we'll take on all questions. Uh, uh, in fact, we've got a, uh, a regular episode and, and a deep end episode coming up real soon, folks, that you won't want to miss. Speaking of questions, we got a couple of Pine Box Dweller Female fans gonna be on one of the female famous female fans. Dang. Some of the first level female fans gonna be on our podcast. So y'all want to look out for that one. Top it's gonna be a fun shelf. One. I love Top shelf. Pine, pine box dwellers. And to uh, all of my friends who are disappointed that I didn't shoehorn UFOs into this yet, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Aliens exist. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen an alien? Not yet. You, Every not yet. night. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, but I, I, I mean, want. I, I think aliens have to exist if the universe goes on forever. Well, it's the Fermi paradox, but yeah. uh, that's a whole other episode. I think when the government comes out and says the aliens are real, everyone's just going to be like, I "Fucking knew it." Well, they already have said that. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad UFOs they haven't. I'm glad they haven't totally UFOs. admitted it. Or but then I'd have to UFOs, stop believing aliens. in UFOs if the government says that they're real. So yeah, all right, but we'll get there. I'm yeah. melting. Uh, I wonder if uh, Uranus is going to have aliens on them. Guaranteed. Did you guys hear about what happened to Pluto? It's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> what happened to Pluto? Well, it used to be a planet. Dude. It got demoted. Yeah, <laughs> ah, I knew that. Fucked up. <laughs> What did Pluto ever do to you, man? I thought I was Well, we've already uh, ended, some Uranus folks, so if y'all are still watching, <laughs> more power to Bye. Cheers. We was gone an hour ago. We just, we just didn't know it.
Hey. Okay.